0: The college football regular season is over and that means the transfer portal talk has ramped up a ton. On today's episode of the Locked On Louisville podcast, we're talking about why the Cardinals are looking to add a veteran quarterback in the portal and a possible name that has already surfaced in connection to the Cardinals program. So with that being said, let's get right on into the show. You are Locked On Louisville, your daily podcast on the Louisville Cardinals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, everyone? Welcome into another episode of the Locked On, the Louisville podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Pence. Today's episode brought to you by Prize Picks. Go to pricepicks.com slash college and use the code LockedOnCollege for a first deposit match up to $100. Daily fantasy sports made easy. As always, I want to take this time to thank you all for making us your first listen of the day. Just a reminder that the Locked on the Louisville podcast is free on all streaming services five days a week, your team every day. Well, regular season is over. That means Transfer Portal Talk has um, really vamped up. Over the past couple of days, underclassmen can't officially enter the portal until Monday, December 4th. But grad transfers are able to enter. We've seen a handful of players already enter some big-time names. There's been a big-time discussion and debate amongst the Louisville fan base. That is whether or not Louisville should add a quarterback via the transfer portal to contend for starting snaps. I'm going to explain why it looks like that is going to be the case this season and a possible name has surfaced Miami quarterback Tyler Van Dyke. We'll talk about the pros and cons of the Cardinals possibly adding um, the veteran signal caller. Before we get into transfer portal talk, um, some encouraging news surfaced on Tuesday afternoon. Uh, Virginia football player Paris Jones, who suffered an absolutely horrific injury um, in the game against Louisville a couple weekends ago, the spinal injury. Um, He was released from the UofL Frazier Rehabilitation Center on Tuesday. Some very encouraging news. We love to hear that he is making um, a recovery. Um, If you are wanting to donate to the Paris Jones GoFundMe that uh, covers some of the medical expenses, I am going to put the GoFundMe link in the description of the YouTube um, episode Along with Apple Podcasts and whatever you utilize your podcast on, so if you're feeling um, the if you're feeling like you have an ability to help out a family in need um, financially, feel free to donate if you are able to. But wanted to share that positive news and also share how we can help as the global fan base. So, okay, so moving to the transfer portal. Obviously, regular season is over. Louisville still has the ACC championship to go, and this isn't really uh, a means of overlooking that game, obviously, and then the corresponding bowl game that will follow in the weeks to month after that. But uh, the portal is really, really ramping up, and it's going to be um, absolutely crazy, as it was last year. There's going to be some big-time names that enter the portal. One thing to keep in mind for most of these players— I'd say the majority already know where they're going to go before they enter the portal. So just keep that in mind when you see big time names enter the portal, but I saw a discussion arise from the Louisville fan base, um, over the past 36 to 48 hours. And that was whether or not Louisville needs to add a veteran quarterback via the transfer portal. Now the Cardinals have been linked to multiple quarterbacks already. Um, Most notably, Tyler Van Dyke, who Jody Demling, uh, Jeff Leitze, multiple people had alluded to being a name to watch for. The Miami quarterback um, is a grad transfer, and um, he's a name that has been talked about. Um, Will Howard from Kansas State is also another name that has been tossed out there. Cam Ward from Washington State has a couple of big-time NIL offers from other schools, etc. There's been multiple quarterbacks that have mentioned alongside um, the Louisville Cardinals and although they're just rumors it shows I think that there is a common theme here and that Louisville is likely going to pursue a transfer portal quarterback more more than likely one with collegiate experience and that could contend for starting snaps right away so that really um, sparked a big debate on one side there was a, a line of thinking that said well you know Jeff Brom is going to Uh, try to maximize his team regardless and you know he's around these players all the time so him going to the portal is his way of wanting to help this team and then there's the other side that is a little bit um, cautious to do so because of maybe the ramifications it might have on Pierce Clarkson and Brady Allen and their development or even their place at Louisville so there's a, a big time debate and I think that the bottom line for me, and this is me personally, is that regardless of whatever direction Jeff Brom goes in, I'm comfortable in trusting both Jeff and Brian in determining what is the best course of action for this program at the quarterback position um, because of their track record with quarterbacks, developing quarterbacks, and such. I see both ends of the argument. Um, I will be honest, My uh, I was operating under the assumption from what I had heard that it was pretty much the plan all along for Louisville to go into the portal to get a veteran quarterback, sort of like they did with Plummer, to start in 2024 and um, continue to develop both Pierce Clarkson and Brady Allen. And from what I was led to believe, now obviously can't take this as fact, but from what I was led to believe is that both Pierce and Brady have, been made aware of the plan that's going on here for the quarterback position so those that are saying well what 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 change does it have for Pierce what change does it have for Brady and I think that that is um, a very valid question but I think that uh, from what I understand is that both this doesn't probably come to a shock as both you're talking about a quarterback in Pierce Clarkson that didn't start in high school till his junior year this was a redshirt year for him if he doesn't start to his redshirt sophomore year, I think that that's not the worst thing. And this whole trend of recruiting quarterbacks via the portal, it's not just a Louisville thing. This is a phenomenon and a trend that a lot of top programs around the country are partaking in because of the advantage of bringing in a veteran-level signal caller. Now, two things are on the table here that we talked about discussion-wise as to why Louisville is doing this. Number one, and I think that this is the more likely option is that I think that going after a veteran signal caller next year maximizes your opportunity to potentially get a playoff bid. Um, it allows Pierce and Brady um, another season to develop. They're going to be the main backups. You're losing three quarterbacks. You're losing Plummer. You're losing Jack. Uh, I'm sorry. You're losing Evan Connolly, You're losing Brock Doman um, also graduation. So You're only bringing one in. That's Deuce Adams. By default, you at least need to probably bring in another one. Make no mistake about it. Competition is a good thing. And like I said, I think my bottom line is that I am trusting Braum to do whatever he feels best because he sees these players – in practice every day and if he feels the need to go out to get a grad transfer quarterback next season then I'm not going to be the one to criticize him for that because of what he's able to do with the quarterback position um like I said there's two possible schools of thought the first one is that they still need some more time uh to develop that you know there still is a great opportunity here for for the both of them at Louisville, but they still need another year to develop. And then there's the other school of thinking is that Braum and companies see these players practice every day, and they feel like they need to go get a veteran leg quarterback to lead this team, um, to help this team maximize its opportunity. Like I said, I think it's more so of the first one, um, but I, I I'm really actually kind of surprised that there's so many people that didn't realize the possibility that Lobo was going to potentially go to the portal to go get a, a quarterback that can at least get you starting caliber snaps or at least contend because even though you're adding a player of that caliber that doesn't automatically mean that they're going to start because you have um you know given the opportunity now to Brady Allen and Pierce Clarkson both to contend for that spot so they're going to get their opportunity to compete and if they're better than said quarterback then there is almost, uh, you, would, uh, you would imagine that if they are better, then is going to go with either one that stands out. And I think that at this point, I understand you brought Pierce Clarkson in to be the guy, and I still don't think that this takes away that possibility. I think that, you know, it was always going to be a two-year thing to where, you know, year three, you're looking at him to really take the reins. Be patient. You know, this is a guy that, um, you know, had to deal with some injuries early on um, in his reclassifying days. And um, I think that another year of learning him being the backup, I think that it gives you a great opportunity because a lot of the top programs, some of these top quarterbacks have to wait their turn. What top programs are doing now, bringing in transfer quarterbacks, and allowing some of those younger guys to learn, I understand that you can still transfer. And that's going to be a thing that you have to make sure that the players see the vision, right? And that's always going to be a risk. And I understand you don't want to lose a guy like Pierce Clarkson because of what he's done for recruiting. I get that for sure. And I definitely agree with that point. And the same thing really goes with Brady Allen from a talent perspective um, and from an optics look, but, This is not a new trend in college football. Louisville going to get a transfer portal quarterback for me was almost always a given. I I almost expected that, um, but at this point, it it feels like it's become much more of a debate, and I would caution Louisville fans to really get too worked up over this. Now, granted, it's going to matter who they bring in, and we're going to talk about one possible option here in just a moment, but um, I I think that at the end of the day, the bottom line for me is that I would – Trust Jeff Brom. He brought in a guy like Jack Plummer, who a lot of people were sort of questioning. Like, okay, what what is this? You know, why are they bringing in Jack Plummer? Well, the team's ten and two with an ACC championship game on Saturday, so I would trust the guy who's bringing in the players. So, um, let's talk about one name in particular that has gotten a ton of steam in the past couple of days. That is Miami transfer Tyler Van Dyke, a player that Louisville played. Just a couple weeks ago, there's been a ton of controversy um, as to whether or not he would be an upgrade over Jack Plummer uh, and a good fit for Louisville. We're going to talk about the pros and cons. Let's start with the pros. We'll do that here momentarily after we talk about our friends over at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. You pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. For me, there's two reasons why you need to go with prize picks. Well, the two main ones, there's multiple, but the first one is the combo projections. You can go across different leagues. Like you can go LeBron James and Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo of three pointers made and receptions. Also, Price Picks offers a reboot policy so that your entire entries stay in play, even if one of your players gets injured in the first half and doesn't return for the second. That player will get rebooted. Price Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy. So go to locked on college. Use the code LockedOnCollege college for a first deposit match up to $100. Once again, locked on college using the code on college for a first deposit match up to $100. Hey Cardinal fans, thanks again for making Locked On Global your first listen of the day. Just reminded reminder that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Tyler Van Dyke has been the first name in the quarterback transfer portal saga that um, has been reported as a serious option. Jody Demling of 24-7 Sports, uh, Jeff Leitze as well, local media member, both highlighted Van Dyke as a player to watch for, a serious option for the Cardinals. And, um, you know, that, that is a ton of credibility there. And I think that where there's smoke, there is a potential fire. And whether or not, you know, this is going to be a situation where Van Dyke is the guy or not, that is to be determined. But a lot of people are against this move on social media. There's a, a small portion of people that are saying, yeah, whatever Braum wants, I'm here for. Yeah, TVD is better than his stats. But there's an overwhelming majority that say, man, I'm, I'm good. Let's take a hard pass. Um. Let's talk pros and cons. We're going to start with the pros. I think, first of all, I I think change of scenery is good when there is a scheme issue. Mario Cristobal doesn't have the greatest track record developing quarterbacks. Uh, Most notably, Justin Herbert is a player that, um, you know, played at Oregon under Cristobal, looked above average until he got to the league and then actually, actually blew up. Um, so that just goes to show you, and I think that Cristobal isn't really known for developing quarterbacks that um, successfully, like Jeff Brom does, so you have to assume, and we've seen it all over college football, um, insert quarterback's name here, struggles at first destination, but changes scenery, goes to a different scheme, goes to a different situation, and absolutely maximizes skill set. DJ Uagolale is a player that comes to mind there, um I'm not saying he's Jalen Hurts I'm not saying he's DJU but TVD could definitely benefit from a change of scenery it, it's tough to succeed in that scheme there has been concerns over that um you know play calling down in Miami pretty much all season and I think that you know Van Dyke has shown here's the thing Van Dyke has shown that he can be very, very good. I mean, you look at that 2021 season, and he was fantastic. When he took over for Miami's starting spot, he had almost 3,000 yards, 25 touchdowns to go with six interceptions, completing 62% of his passes, was able to throw the ball really all over the field, solid touch on the deep pass, um, and ability, although he's not a dual-threat quarterback, ability to show that he can – Extend plays with his legs, sort of in the way that Jack Plummer is able to do. So, I think when you compare, or compare when you compare Plummer to Tyler Van Dyke, they're similar in the in the sense of I, I think that they both have issues with decision making at times. Van Dyke um, turns the ball over, sort of like Jack Plummer does. But as Plummer is maybe a little bit more indecisive, I think Van Dyke, it's more so just about making better decisions off of the reads. Um, I think when you look at pure arm strength and talent, the nod goes to Van Dyke. I think that your floor is higher with a guy like Jack Plummer than it is with a guy like Tyler Van Dyke. But your ceiling is higher with a guy like TVD than it is a player like Jack Plummer. Let's be honest, Van Dyke was a, a name that before the season we had discussed as a potential first-round draft pick, a possible Heisman candidate. You don't discuss a player in that light unless there is true talent there. And if you talk about one of the best quarterback developers in the country, a system that is very friendly to quarterbacks that have the skill set of TVD, you're talking of a guy like Jeff Brom. So I think for me, whoever Brom decides to bring in, I expect that there is going to be um, – you know, there's going to be maybe some bumps along the road, but that there is ability to execute that system. And we've seen walk-ons be able to come into Brahms system and show out. And then you have a guy with potential first round talent. Maybe it is, maybe it's not, but that, you know, day one, day two NFL draft talent, not the production, but the talent. If you can unlock that, then yeah, the ceiling is high. So I get the, excitement with going for a player like Van Dyke because he has shown that he can really succeed in ACC play. He's battle-tested in the conference that Louisville plays in, so that's big time. Um, He's shown that he can throw the ball all over the field. Um, We saw against Louisville, he was able to open the field up, throw the deep deep ball with solid touch, um, be able to throw on the run, be able to take sacks. Now he's only really ever played with a solid offensive line. Now who knows what what was offensive line looks like next year? But I think that from a scheme, I think that the ceiling with the scheme mixed with the talent could spell a ton of success for Tyler Van Dyke. That's why I say a change of scenery to Louisville could really maximize the skill set here because it seems like all the stars would align for TBD like they did with Jack Plummer. So um, if what was able to succeed with a guy like Plummer. And I'm not, this is not saying that he's not talented. I think Van Dyke has a little bit more of a talented arm than Plummer, um, but both are solid. And I think that if anything, it shows that Brahms system is really, um, you know, complementary to his signal caller and that helps out. So I think that the experience that you have there in the ACC You have the glimpses of him being absolutely phenomenal. Um, Now, there are a couple things that have to go right, and we're going to talk about that in the cons section. But the experience, the sheer talent, the system that he would be going into that's more quarterback friendly, um, I think that those are the three main reasons that you could look at this and, and be excited for a guy like Tyler Van Dyke. Who knows? Adding a guy like Van Dyke may... Go a long way with helping some, uh, helping get some other players from uh, the Miami program that um, you know he's friends with. Maybe some offensive players, who knows? Um, but I, I think that this was a separation that was foreseen, but um, it, it's welcomed by both parties. But I think that this could be a classic case where Van Dyke could definitely uh, blossom under a different coaching staff in a different situation with a different scheme to play. So there is all those pros to go with. Um, The cons, however, are what have a lot of people worried. And we're going to talk about those here momentarily um after we talk about our friends over at linkedin jobs when you're hiring for your small business you want to have as many top tier candidates as possible to interview that's why you have to check out linkedin jobs it has all the tools that you need it's not just another job board it has a vast network of more than a billion professionals which make it the best place to hire linkedin knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire thankfully with linkedin the process and is intuitive Quick and easy. They even just lost a, launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash lockdown college. That's LinkedIn.com slash lockdown college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. When you talk about Tyler Van Dyke, obviously the ceiling is exciting, but there's um, some hesitancy from the fan base to go with a uh, quote-unquote if everything goes right type quarterback for this team they would rather go with the more surefire option and when you talk about a player like Tyler Van Dyke there are some risks involved the main one here for me is injuries Van Dyke has spent a uh, past couple seasons dealing with various injuries uh from a muscle issue in his leg to a shoulder issue last year um Uh, a hand issue, back issue, ribs. He's dealt with a ton of injuries in his Miami career that makes you wonder, okay, well, you're gambling a ton on the durability uh, aspect of things, and if you are Jeff Braum in the Louisville Cardinals, you want to make sure that if you're going to get one player for one season to maximize your opportunity to go to the playoff, then the best ability is availability, and you need to have some Um, comfort knowing that he's not going to spend a good amount of the year hurt. Unfortunately, injuries are a thing. Um, You look at the overall game log, you know, he's been injured this year. He was injured last year. And then that goes to show that he was benched this year in favor of Emory Williams, got the job back when Williams had a season-ending injury. Van Dyke did play against the Cardinals, completed 24-39 passes for 327 yards, a touchdown with no interceptions. Um, there's the carelessness with the football, 12 interceptions this season um, compared to five last year and six the year prior, 12 this year, though. um, So the decision-making wasn't all the greatest. I mean, in the past, when you look at the past four games that he played prior to this game against Boston College, Louisville, he had one touchdown, but he had three games before that with no touchdowns. I'm sorry. uh, Yeah, three games before that with no touchdowns. And in that span, there were six interceptions against Florida State, NC State, and Virginia. So you wonder... Well, yeah, the ceiling is there, but if you are banking on chasing a ceiling, you're putting yourself in a dangerous situation because you don't want to be chasing a ghost of what a player used to be. Um, Now, granted, maybe it's a a scheme issue. He looked a lot better with no Mario Cristobal. But um, when you look at injuries, you look at the turnover um, capabilities, you look at sort of at this point, the regression, he hasn't been the same player he was in 2021 for the past two years. And those years have been entry riddled. Anyways, you wonder, well, how big of um, an upgrade is this? How big of an upgrade over Jack Plummer is this truly? Is he going to be better than Pierce Clarkson or Brady Allen? And if this is the guy that you're going with, is there not a better guy in the portal that you could go with? So there's a lot of, cons, so to speak, as to why this might not be the right move um, when it comes to fan opinion. I've seen a lot of people talk about um, the interceptions. I've seen a lot of people talk about the injuries, the um, overall regression, the comments that he made about um, football, uh, football and its importance after the Louisville game has been talked about. There's been many reasons as to why Louisville fans aren't a huge fan of this move and for I think the majority is that they feel like it just does not move the needle truly that's where I think a lot of the uh, pushback stems from the fan base Um, so I can see I I truly can understand the pros and I can understand the cons that's why this makes this such a polarizingly interesting um, possible addition for the Cardinals because if the partnership goes well, there's no telling how high the ceiling goes, but if something goes awry and it doesn't work out to the best of its ability, well, you know, quarterback is the most important position on the team. And there's such a key focus on getting this right. So you're wondering, okay, is TVD the guy for the job here at Louisville? Now we'll see how serious this becomes. If he, is going to be visiting the program. I would say that this is very serious because Braum and company are not going to bring a a player onto campus without a great opportunity to close the recruitment, but that's something to focus on. So we'll see how things go, see if anything changes um, at the beginning of this upcoming week when underclassmen are able to enter the portal as well. So let me know what you think about potentially adding Tyler Van Dyke to this team next year. Do you like the possibility Do you hate it? What are your thoughts? Obviously, this episode is not um, a means of endorsing or condemning. It's just honestly talking about the possibilities and the possible outcomes. So that's going to wrap up today's episode of the show. We're going to have Brian Smith, um, the Locked On Recruiting Analyst, who also covers the Miami Hurricanes on the show tomorrow to discuss what he sees from Tyler Van Dyke and how he could help the Louisville program or hurt the Louisville program. We'll talk with him on the next episode of the show. Everyone have a great day. We'll see you right back here tomorrow.